0: Barney and Friends, Barney Simon, Jacaranda FM Jacaranda FM, Barney and Friends, Matthew Booth here with me tonight and that's for your beautiful wife,
1: Sonia. Hopefully she's Mm. listening tonight. No, Lavo isn't always on time, you know. she made me wait as well, I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to get to where you met and, and, and your kids a little later on and you, you're currently studying as well. Uh, we just found out you are not in touch with social media at all because you are studying, good boy.
1: Yeah. No, that's right, I, I'm, I've got an addictive personality when it comes to Facebook and Instagram and that sort of thing, You know, so I just thought it was, it was necessary to get off it altogether. Uh,
0: some questions coming in via SMS. Hi, Matthew. Uh, how tall are you? Uh,
1: last time I checked, 198. 198. That's yeah. very tall. 6'6", six, six, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so. And then uh, why do you play soccer? Uh, family, genetics, you know, a family. Um, I, I would have loved to have played cricket. I thought I was a decent cricket player. Um, but kind of the first interest professionally was 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 football. And I think I went to a school where uh, it wasn't a private school. And <clears throat> unfortunately, during those days, I'm not sure how it is now. Hopefully, it's changed. But unless you played for a, uh, a decent school um, or a private school, should I say, um, you didn't really stand a chance of cracking it at provincial level, you know.
0: When you made your professional debut, who was it for? Which team? Uh,
1: Cape Town Spurs. What was uh, it like
0: when you got that call... For the first time ever, you were so proud to put that jersey over your head, and now you are going to start your career. What was it like?
1: No, it was fantastic. It was absolutely surreal. Um, you try and put on a brave face and remain calm, but uh, the nerves are—you know—the butterflies are really, really going. Uh, luckily for me, my personality was such that I was—I—I I always got nervous um, going into a game, but as soon as I got on the field and had my first touch of the ball, it was. Everything was just calm, you know, and yeah. concentration. I was in the zone um, and, you know, whether it was 50 people at Athron Stadium or Cape Town or 90,000 on FNB, I, I still had the same um, attitude and, and focus. So I was fairly fortunate in that regard. Yeah.
0: You obviously didn't listen to uh, One Direction and uh, Justin Bieber before you.
1: One Direction. Yeah, <laughs> Who's that?
0: Exactly. I like you. I like you already. <laughs> um, somebody wanted to know. Uh, you know, when you get in the zone before you uh, go onto the field, um, uh, what do you uh, get into? You know, what do you listen
1: to and that kind of stuff. From Shannon, I didn't really uh, listen to a lot of music um, leading up to a game uh, before I moved to to Russia, um, and then when I got to Russia, um, I started getting into the habit of listening to Linkin Park, uh, getting into the the bus. Uh, into the changing room and then I would used to take the earphones off when we went for a warm-up and I just used to listen to Linkin Park Uh, it was my habit and uh, people footballers are very superstitious and you we like to have things all our ducks in a row you know and not to break away from that sort of routine so my stuff was Linkin Park while I was in Russia and it worked out pretty well for me and then Afterwards, uh, just to calm down a bit of Bob Marley or Andrea Bocelli. Oh, yeah, man.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, we sent um, – I've got a good friend in America, and we sent uh, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, believe it or not, shirts, a rugby j- yeah. so- soccer jerseys to uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah. I've got photos to prove it and we put their names on the back all the yeah. the, the whole uh, uh group so uh, no, nice sorry one. that it was Kaiser Chiefs but
1: No then again you know <laughs> the the story about Kaiser Chiefs from from Leeds mm. the group from Leeds as well it's, yeah. it's uh, interesting the way they took their name from mm. from reading the profile about uh, Lucas Hadebe uh, which is an inter- interesting story in mm. itself and yeah it's um, football is a way of uh sort of Breaking boundaries and, and influencing uh, many, many people across the, across the globe.
0: Matthew Booth in studio with me, 3794 Twitter, cost of one Rand 50. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Barney Simon or at Jack Aranda FM. We're going to tweet some photos and whatever. Listen carefully to uh, the next uh, hour and a half or so. Well, you should have been already for the last half an hour. Where have you been? We've got two of these uh, miniature soccer balls to give away, and Matthew will be signing those a little later on. And I also. Got some goodies here that you want me to sign. Um, uh, I don't know how you yeah. feel about this, but uh, this was uh, with a different sponsorship still. So I don't know if you played back, for, for Sundowns. Back in the day, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. That was probably the most successful Sundowns team yeah. that, that ever existed. Yeah, that was those. Those were good memories. Yeah.
0: And then I've got uh, Mexico '86, the World Cup. I've got one of the uh, the little balls from uh, the World oh. Cup there, so so you must sign that for me a little later on. Yeah,
1: not a problem. We're still going
0: to talk Bafana Bafana. We're going to talk about Wimbledon, your time in Russia as well. No truth in the rumour that he had a couple of shots of vodka before he played uh, in Russia. But uh, I'd love to know about your career as well in South Africa. So that's all coming up. Still stay there. Do you go to uh, concerts, Matthew Booth? Because I played you two earlier on, and uh, I want to know, you know, do – I mean – if you played for the Bafana Bafana, wherever you went, in the world or whatever, they'll recognize you. Um, but do you get time to sort of, you know, go to concerts and things without people harassing you? And
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say around the world.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Come on. They all know you. No, if they know
1: you in Russia. <laughs> no, I'm not a concerts guy. I don't like uh, big crowds. But what I can't what I understand is that if I listen to a group or a band on the radio, I want to hear uh, the songs that they play on the radio. You know, whenever it comes to concerts, they seem to change the, you know, their style or change Mm. the songs, you know, so I can't understand and I've never, I've never been keen on going. I think I, I, but I did, I wasn't going to miss out on U2 at FMB. I think I've been to a John Legend uh, concert at the castle in Cape Town and that's about it, um, to be honest. I mean, I appreciate my music, but I'm not a, I'm not a concert goer, no. And did the people recognize you at a U2 concert? Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, that particular night was quite a haze. uh. (laughs) (laughs) You focused on the stage, absolutely, yeah.
0: But also standing in the queue to get in, it must be nice when you know, just that feedback that you get from proudly South Africans. You know, you played for Bafana Bafana, and uh, you know, do you still get that boo when they walk past you?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's 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 great. I think a lot of people haven't, um, have still got uh, you know pleasant memories of the World Cup. and uh, i wish that time would come around again you know it's mm. it, it was great a uh, great time for the nation uh, and it was was over too quickly for all, for all of us i'm sure
0: so that first game you played was well, it's a game not a match eh? uh, the first game you played did you guys win
1: uh during the world cup no, uh, your first oh, uh, professional yeah we game. won 1-0 um, wow. actually so it was a good start for me and um yeah we had a pretty decent team uh, i think cape town spurs had uh, just won the championship, uh, so it was great for Cape Town and um, great for everybody involved with this at the, in the city mm. at the club. Uh, so it was uh, a good start, and I was playing amongst some some great players. So I was very fortunate in that regard. Yeah. Mr. Rossley, yeah, uh, Craig Rossley, yeah, most Craig of them are coaches
0: Rosley. now or uh, yeah. television. Uh, Presenters, <laughs> Sean, Sean Bartlett, yeah.
1: uh, who everybody will know, I'm sure. Um, Andre Ayenshewa uh, was in goals, so you know some veterans of the game who who threw the flag for for South Africa in '96. Uh, the core of that team uh, was full of um, Bafana Bafana players. Uh, so for a youngster a, a lighty like myself to come up and and join a group like that was mm. was great.
0: And did they take you in? Did they uh, help you a lot? Did they assist you? Uh, did, you know, obviously these the veterans in that team. Uh, if you look at rugby now as well, you need two or three of the oldies there just to assist and help the youngsters. But they, did they embrace you? Did they help you a lot? Did you learn a lot?
1: Well, if you if you think that kicking lumps out of me is uh, helping me, then yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there were no prisoners, um, you know, j- just because you're a youngster coming in, uh, they roughed you up a bit, um, uh, brought you down to earth. Uh, and it was all about character building, but at the same time, you know, it would pat you on the back when you did something mm. uh, correct, and I think that's the way, I think any, any parent should be or anyone of senior um, nature should should treat a youngster, you know, and so I was well grounded coming up here. And then you moved on to, was it Sundowns? Yeah, um, like you said, you know, Cape Town Spurs and Seven Stars joined, they amalgamated mm-hmm. to form uh, IX Cape Town and I was kind of caught in limbo, you know, and I decided to move to to Sundowns, uh, they just won the league uh, twice in a row. So again I moved to a club uh, which was uh, full of momentum full of fantastic players um I arrived there and we won the league again in fact the league and cup double um so again I got that taste of success at a young age you know which was which was fantastic and at the similar time I I was playing national team for the juniors um and then I got my first opportunity to play for Bafana uh, shortly after that and that's what playing for a big club like Sundowns did for your your CV, you know, it mm. put you in the spotlight playing up here in Gauteng. Uh, it was completely different. I remember driving up in my uh, 1400 Nissan Sentra uh, <laughs> from Cape Town, you know, um, to to this team, uh, Mamalodi Sundowns, which was just full of uh, legends and I pulled up into the parking lot and they were just like Beamers and Sponsored Mercedes cars you know, and- <laughs> all over the place. And it was the welcome was fantastic. You know, they made me feel mm. at home. Who was your coach then? It was uh, Paul Dolazar. Okay. Uh they used to call him Mr. Rubberface. Uh, he was just so animated on the sidelines, you know. It was it was quite quite uh it was hilarious just watching him. You know, he was kind of a sideshow. All the cameras used to focus on him and his, his antics on the side. Uh, so there were, there were plenty of stories about him. A day in the life, I mean, let's, go,
0: let's look at sundowns now. Um, Monday to Sunday, I mean, you hardly ever at home because you train. I think on, on Mondays you go and watch uh, the videos of all the goals you didn't score. Or the, yeah. you know, That must be horrible. And then uh, you're going practice. A day in the life of a professional soccer player. We, we're looking at when you were at sundowns. Then we'll move on to Russia and, and England. Or, but what was it like a Monday to Sunday?
1: Yeah, look, um if you played on a Saturday you would you would get Sunday off, uh, especially if you had a, a good result on a Saturday. If you had a bad result, the coach might very well get you in on the Sunday morning, you know. Um so that was extra motivation for us to to do well. Uh then on the Monday you would you would basically um do what Dollazar called was footing, which was basically just running around the field, you know, just to get all the lactic acid out of your body and uh to recover. Um, often you would play weekend, Wednesday, weekend, Wednesday. So that would be quite tough on your, on your body, even though you were, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, you know, you it used to take quite a uh, toil on your body. Um, and, uh, you used to train for a couple of hours in the morning, uh, watch a bit of video analysis, you know, uh, like you said, <laughs> it was something that some of the guys, if you had a rubbish game on the weekend, you would hate because the coach, guaranteed would focus the, <laughs> the video on particular <laughs> moments which uh, you know would be your bad moments and you would be a bit embarrassed about so again a motivation to do well for you know during the game um, and then uh, the day before a game it would be very light um, just to keep you fresh for uh, the following day um, and then the build-up obviously most of the times in South Africa they what they you do camp which is basically going into a hotel the night before Um, For some reason the coaches didn't really trust us (laughs) Um, and just to keep us away from uh, the booze and uh, the woman perhaps you know uh, from a lot lot of the guys used to like uh, partying so just to keep us out of harm's way and make sure that we were fresh for the game um, they would stick us in a hotel and uh, the morning of the game have a bit of breakfast, a team talk, and um, on the way to the stadium. And your your diets,
0: were they all the same for everybody? I mean, obviously, you had somebody there, a dietitian. Um, was it tough for you to uh, eat vegetables and uh, not uh, eat burgers and stuff like that? I mean, you, you probably got the craving for the odd little burger or whatever.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I mean, the most professional sportsmen can, can eat anything because you, you're able to, uh, to run it off the next day.
0: Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jekarell.